Welcome to the Laivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode. Today we have an interview with Lily Hazel. Lily is a spiritual business coach and in today's episode we're going to be talking about confidence in business as well as overcoming your limiting beliefs and fear of rejection and we're also going to talk about spirituality in business where Lily is going to share some of her most impactful spiritual practices. Also before we start I want to quickly mention that the spots for my one-on-one private coaching program are filling out and there are only a few spots left so if you're struggling with confidence and if your fears and limiting beliefs hold you back in life that's exactly what I can help you with in my 12-week program which is focused on building your confidence and overcoming self-doubt and limiting beliefs that keep you stuck so if you're interested in that the link to book your pre-discovery call is in the show notes and now let's get started with the interview Hello, Lily. Welcome to the Laivana podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. So to start, feel free to introduce yourself to our listeners. Amazing. So I'm Lily. I'm a spiritual business coach and I help female entrepreneurs really like ditch the hustle and create an aligned business all in flow and ease. So I do this through like one-to-one coaching, group programs and courses in the future. But it feels so good to be doing something I love. Yeah, so how did you get into coaching? I really like loved the idea of being able to change someone's life and on the long term as well. So I think we'll touch on it in a bit, but I used to be a virtual assistant and I loved being able to help people, but it felt very temporary. And I had always looked up to coaches and I kind of knew that my long term goals would be to be a coach. And so it just felt so easy when I stepped into this that I just knew it was the right path I was taking. What inspired you to change your niche and go from virtual assistant to spiritual business coach? So I think I've always been majorly spiritual. I think for the past like five years I've been dipping in and out of spirituality so it's always been a part of me. It's just never been something I've really like discussed out there and so I felt like I couldn't step into being a coach from the get-go And so if anyone listening to this kind of feels the same, I want to like remind you that it's okay to become a coach straight away. You don't need to do something to step into that. But I kind of felt like I had to. And so I knew that virtual assisting wasn't going to be the thing I did for the rest of my life. It was just like that entry point for me until I figured out what was that business I really wanted to create. And I worked with coaches. So it was a really cool way to like see how coaches run their business and get like that inside look before I did it myself. Yeah, that's beneficial. So what are some things that uh, you wish you knew before you changed your niche or some lessons that you learned along the way? I would say like the main big lesson I learned is it doesn't actually matter. I felt like I put this really big focus on oh changing my niche. People are gonna judge me people are gonna unfollow me which is ridiculous but I felt like I was really scared to make this change in my business even though it's my business so I can change whatever I want to 
And so I think if I went back to the moment where I knew I was going to change, I would let myself know that this decision is perfect for you and that just trust it and allow it to happen and not be worried because nothing bad's actually going to come from it. The actual opposite happened. People loved my change. People felt like connected to me deeper than when I was a virtual assistant. So I just remind myself, like, it's okay to change your business. Yeah, definitely. It's always scary to start something new and you're afraid of other people's reactions and all of that. So what would you say, how did you develop the confidence to create your own path and create your own rules in your business? I knew what I was doing in like my corporate like business wasn't going to be where I wanted to be for like the rest of like my life. And so stepping into having my own business and creating that confidence was just like, this is the way that I can actually enjoy what I'm doing and having more fun with what I'm doing. Whereas in corporate, it was really, really draining. And so I knew that getting that confidence to just go out there and do what I liked is actually going to bring me more happiness and joy. But also a kind of like, now that I've pivoted a lot, I know that going along the way and having that confidence to make these changes really it's like this flick of a switch I believe confidence you can easily turn on and turn off and so if you think I know I used to think this if once I have xyz whatever that might be once I have my business once I have clients I'll be confident but I think I read somewhere that like you can literally just tell yourself I am confident already and I can go out there and show up and people will come my way instead of waiting for that moment to happen. And I think knowing this enabled me to just like flip that switch in my mind and be like, okay, I'm confident now. Like I'm ready to go out, get clients. When I made the switch from virtual assistant to spiritual business coaching, it was a case of like, okay, well, I can be confident going in and doing this. Like nothing's holding me back. And so that was like the major thing, knowing that I control how confident I want to be. Yeah, I love that. Confidence, definitely, it starts from within. Yeah. So since you work with clients, did you ever have potential clients saying no to your offer? And how do you deal with rejection when that happens? So I have had, I can't even remember, countless times people have told me no when I was virtual assisting. Because I haven't launched a proper offer yet for spiritual business coaching, I've not heard a no yet. So I can't talk about that. But for virtual assisting, definitely, I've heard many no's. But For me, it was understanding like when I heard that all your rates are too expensive or I haven't got the budget for that right now. It was knowing that they weren't my ideal client and that actually by just letting them go and cutting the cord, which is kind of this spiritual practice that we do, that someone better is coming along. Someone who's going to appreciate your work more, who's going to enjoy working with you and have a better experience is coming along so that's how I dealt with it knowing that this no isn't always a no because someone else is going to fill that space instead yeah love that perspective yeah and uh, from your experience what is the main reason people undersell themselves and how to overcome that I think the main reason would be well actually there's kind of like two reasons here I think that one of them is they don't have the experience like that's that fault they have I don't have the experience in coaching people or I don't have the experience in having this service online and so they feel like they can't do anything until they've got that experience 
And so how I overcome that, because I had that thought at the beginning too, was by discounting my service for like one or two clients. Or I know a lot of people do like beta runs of their like businesses. And so that helped me gain that confidence, knowing that like I've worked with someone now. I've actually got experience that I can go out there and talk about. Yes, it was discounted, but that's only for one or two people. You don't need to discount your services for life. So it's just to get that experience under your belt if you feel like you're a bit unconfident. Then I would say the other factor is they don't believe they can do it. So I've heard from a lot of my clients, like, I really want to be offering this, but I don't believe I can like charge this amount or I don't believe like I'm good enough to be out there. And really it's just doing like some inner work in gaining that trust, that confidence in yourself and knowing like, yeah, there's people out there charging thousands for their offers, but where have they started from? My coach didn't used to charge 5,000 a month for her coaching. She used to charge like 50 a month. And so it's like reminding yourself, like people have these journeys and you don't step out of your business all the time charging five figures. You should feel confident knowing that you will get there one day. And I like to tell all of my clients to increase their prices after every two clients so that they don't ever get this stagnant moment. And it always feels like they're actually getting closer to where they want to be with their prices. And uh, since you're a spiritual coach, spiritual business coach, how has spirituality helped you build the business that you love? It has helped me massively. I would say spirituality has made my business like a thousand times easier because I'm able to like trust every decision I make. But also I get to trust the universe. So people who are listening they're not sure what the universe is it's just this like higher being who can be god it can be any religious leader but also for me it's just this this source this higher self and being able to just trust that what i do and what aligned action i take is gonna be met with the universe bringing whatever i desire my way and just surrendering and releasing the pressure because in business I know for me especially I had a lot of pressure maybe it was to hit 5k months 10k months or to just have massive launches and releasing all of that pressure by doing all of this spiritual work just took this like weight off my shoulders but also it helped me bring me to where I am right now with every pivot I've made it has brought me to where I am and I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't trust my journaling practices, my scripting, my meditating, like all of this has helped me come to here. And right now I love every aspect of my business. So I'm so grateful I discovered spirituality, but also I'm so grateful that I can now help others discover it too. And uh, now that you mentioned meditation and scripting, what would you say, what are some of your favorite spiritual practices that make you feel empowered in your business and in your life i love that question especially about empowerment so i think empowering me definitely my daily gratitude journaling reminding myself of how far i've come but also the little things i sometimes just write i'm grateful for the sun or i'm grateful for my partner but also it can be i'm grateful for the money my business brings. This practice always brings me back and grounds myself, also doesn't let me distract myself from the future. It brings me back to how far I've come and empowers me that way. 
I think my other favourite is scripting. So it's like um, a journaling practice where you write out the future as if it's happened and as it is today. It is honestly one of my favourite things to do because pretending that your dream life is happening right now and going through the feelings of it happening right now really like pumps me up and gets me excited to know that one day this life I'm journaling out on a piece of paper is going to be mine and I'm calling it in and it can be from anywhere from the dream house or like the dream work day or I've even like journaled and scripted on getting off of like a sales call and the experience I had there and I think that really empowers me like in knowing that I can imagine my dream life so our imagination is so powerful that it can come true then yeah and uh, the other day when we were when we were talking you mentioned that you use uh, spirituality and manifestation those practices throughout the day like not just yeah. do it in the morning and then for the rest of the day nothing so what would you say how to easily implement manifestation practices into your daily life throughout the day not <laughs> just once a day yeah definitely so i like doing these bigger practices morning or night because they are more time consuming but also morning and night time like right as you wake up right before you go to bed you're able to tap into your subconscious a bit deeper than you are throughout the day however throughout the day it's all about your language the way you're thinking the way you believe your current scenario so if in the morning you're journaling and you're saying affirmations that are so positive and then midway through the day you get these negative thoughts again it's really becoming aware of that and then shifting it in the moment So this could be, I walk past the mirror when I go to the toilet and I see a mirror, I'll just do some affirmations then just to remind myself of what I'm calling in to be what I want to be true. But also if I get some time, I'll do some journaling midday to just think back on what I've been thinking about. Say if a negative thought come up, I would journal on it and then I'd switch it. So say if it's, I can't sign clients and I've gone through that for the day and feeling like I can't sign them in that moment I would then write about how I have signed clients or how easy it can be to sign clients and really shifting into that energy but for other days like mini little like practices you do and uh, what are you currently working on do you have some exciting projects coming up yeah I actually do so I polled my Instagram followers this morning and I asked them if they wanted a journaling guide so some journal prompts to help them because I know lots of people following me have never tried journaling before or they have or they're scared to and so next Monday I'm actually releasing this journal prompt guide which is perfect for like female entrepreneurs who need some guidance when it comes to journaling but also for me like I use prompts already so for anyone who is journaling and needs some more additional prompts to write about that's coming out next Monday but I'm also creating I'm really excited for this a group program for female entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business and call in more abundance and we'll be going through my signature framework called embody 
And so that comes out in September. So I can't wait for that. That's exciting. And uh, lastly, I have a few rapid fire questions for you. So first, what's your zodiac sign? Mine is a Leo. Leo. And the second question, I know you have a lot of beautiful crystals. So what would you say? What's your favorite one? I would say probably a citrine. And uh, what's your favorite place you've traveled to? Well, I was meant to travel to Bali this year, but coronavirus happened. So that would have been it. But back in February, I celebrated going full time by visiting Rome. And that that just because of how much significance it has in my life now, Rome is definitely my favorite place. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I was there in January this year. Oh, amazing. (laughs) And uh, how does your dream life look like? Well, with this one, I could go into detail. (laughs) But I would say it would be probably doing like some yoga in the morning. And I would be in my beautiful sea view house. And it would just be like a really nice warm day. And just the rest of the day would just be really chill and abundant and money would flow into my bank account without me doing anything and yeah just be with my family but there's so many aspects I journal on this every single day so (laughs) there's so much detail I could go into and uh, where can our listeners find you online so you can find me over on my instagram which is underscore lily hazel or my website which is lilyhazel.com and I also have my own podcast called the freedom seekers Awesome. I will leave all the links in the show notes. And thank you so much, Lily, for joining me today on my podcast. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. That's all for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to connect with Lily, her social media links are in the show notes. And don't forget, there are only a few spots left for my one-on-one private coaching program. If you're struggling with confidence and if your fears and limiting beliefs are holding you back in life, that's exactly what I can help you with in my 12-week program, which is focused on building your confidence, overcoming self-doubt and limiting beliefs that keep you stuck. So if you're interested in that and if you need help with that, the link to book your free discovery call is in the show notes. It's laivana.com forward slash coaching. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll talk to you soon. You just finished listening to an episode on the Laivana podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it over on Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. And if you'd like even more tips and action steps to start creating the life of your dreams, head over to my blog, laivana.com and binge on all the motivational content. Thank you for listening to this episode. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.